Via Hemp, let's talk about it. Via Hemp offers THC and non-TH craft cannabis experiences. Now, I love a non-THC option when it comes to your overall wellness. I'm talking sleep aid, maybe anxiety if you have that. Well, that's where Via comes into play. And did you know even a non-THC option if you're doing fertility or IVF can be helpful? Look into that. Well, Via is incredible. You got to be 21 plus. You can get 15% off with my exclusive code TSFS when you go to viahemp, V-I-I-A, hemp.com. They have all kinds of lifestyle products. And like I said, the best part is with the THC or without, so you don't have the buzzy buzzy. Don't you love my cannabis lingo? I mean, the buzzy buzzy. Anyway, I'm unique. What can I say? Look, order now. You're going to love Via Hemp. Use the code TSFS to receive 15% off and a one-time free sample of their award-winning gummies, 21 plus. That's viahemp.com and use the code TSFS at checkout. Support the show. Tell them I sent you and enhance your everyday life with Via Hemp. Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. David Yontif is back. Guys, you know the host David Yontif from Behind the Velvet Rope. He's also my friend, and we've teamed up because David and I love reality TV. And David is a Bravo insider. He gets exclusive scoop from people that essentially leak information to him. (laughs) And he shares it here on The Sarah Fraser Show and Behind the Velvet Rope. So the huge announcement that happened last week is Real Housewives of New York is getting a reboot times two. We're going to get the OG cast, and we're going to get a brand new cast, and they are... Andy Cohen says that they are looking for the next friend group of New York City that's fabulous and rich and diverse. But do we believe it? Insider David Yontif gives all his thoughts. The one and only David Yontif. David, I love you. And you've been furiously texting me all week long that you have exclusive, exclusive scoop about... Well, listen. I mean, I can't wait... You you tell me where you want to start, but I thought this announcement was so curious. I, I thought this was very interesting about Housewives of New York. I want to know all your thoughts. There is so much going on. First of all, believe it or not, before we get to that, before we get okay, to that. Okay, okay, what? I, I want to talk about, so you and I did a recent show where somehow it was unplanned at the end of the show. I don't even know how we got on the topic. We started talking about Jill Zarin. Yes. Like you went into great detail, great detail about basically your falling out, right? The two of you had at the time. I did. And then I 
titled that episode, Jill Zarin are falling out, something to that effect. But Jill Zarin's name was in the title. And, you know, listen, I, I, I don't backtrack on anything I said that has happened. However, I would like to actually, I believe, like, I want to say some things that have happened since. And I, I actually want to issue an apology to Jill Zarin. <gasps> what? Okay, why? What happened? What happened? Here's the deal. David, I think this is the only apology I've ever heard you say. Okay, go on. Listen, well, a couple of things. First of all, look, well, Jill called me. Let's start with the fact that my phone rang and it was Jill Zara. Let's just start with that. Okay, did it come up as Jill or you had no idea who the number? Because I always think that's interesting because it's always like I really try to avoid conflict on the phone, but I always fucking answer. And it's always like, oh, what am I doing? That is such a good question. The truth of the matter is Jill thought it came up as Jill. It actually came up. I do have Jill saved in my phone now. But when I answered the phone, I honestly and truly had no idea it was Jill's error. I swear to God. Because I didn't save her. I saved her in my phone. But then after this falling out, I took her out of my phone. Sure. I now put her back in my phone. So when the phone rang, but during our call, Jill is like, oh, I was shocked you picked up or whatever. But I really didn't know it was her. But it was a, it was a 917 or let's see, you know, 646. That's not giving Jill's number. But it was a New York number. And I was literally about to go on air with somebody. So this, I literally, first of all, this could not have come at a worse time, Jill Zarin. Sure. It was like, I, I had to record in the morning, Jorge Garcia from Lost, who just got voted off of the mass Singer. And every 800 executives from Fox were going to be on the freaking show. And then after that, I was doing someone from SNL. It was like the day from hell. And I was just like a New York number. Like, what could this could be? So many different things. So I picked up and it was Jill. Now, before we get to the apology, well, we're going to get to the apology. You know, listen, I've said this before and I will say it again. It's not like a threat. It's just as a lawyer, I am a lawyer. I, you, I, you, lawyers are a certain breed. And like, they are, they are. You can't come at me. I'm not afraid of you. I don't care who you are. You know the law. I will, You're not intimidated. And yeah. And, and and I will see red and I have those fighting skills. And if you come at me and draw a line, I will, I will, I will not back down. I will come out and I will fucking hate you. And I will call you a bitch. And I'm not, and it's just, I will, I will, I will do what I need to do. So that is if you come at me, short of that, I am a nice, reasonable person and I don't look for problems. And so what happens, which is what I described, and then there's lots of DMs, you go, you get Jill and good for you, fuck her and all this other stuff. And, you know, listen, that's not really the first of all, that's not the show that I have here. My show is an interview show. You and I talk once a week, but it really is an interview show where I interview these people. I don't I don't want to nor have that type of like slinging mud show. I really didn't want it. There are podcasts out there. I saw Jill's name in another podcast today, a title that this person's never even spoken to her. They're saying Jill isn't returning to Roni. I know exactly what they're talking about. And it's, they're misconstruing a quote from Anthony. That's not true at all. Look at me here sticking up for Jill. (laughs) But like the thing is, I don't, I don't, but I don't like, listen, it's not like she called and I'm scared of her. I don't, I'm not that I don't want a gossipy slinging mud that's just not me. It's not, it's not who I am as a person. It's not my brand, but I was pissed at Jill for this. Cause she came at me, which is, you know, but 
how could you not respect someone calling you to basically, I mean, basically she said, I understand you just called me a bitch. That's how the conversation started. So she listened to the podcast episode and was obviously compelled enough. I mean, okay, okay, wait, I I need more detail though. So it starts out, you know, she said, okay, I heard you called me a bitch, but obviously you must've been on her mind too. I mean, she obviously cares about your friendship enough to call you. Well, that's the whole thing. I mean, that's where like you get me, you know, so she, she, she might've been starting in with me. And then I I did lose it on the phone with her because I I was screaming at her. And then once I was done screaming, you know, just like, why, why, like I could say what I want. It's the United States of America, at least for now, you know, it's then when I calmed (laughs) myself down and checked myself, it was like, just what you said. It's like, I mean, how respectful is that? Like you are calling me to address this. So I have to say in like one minute, like now I've turned, like I'm a very reasonable person. Like it's a very respectable thing to me that you don't have to call me. You can now go and say whatever about me or just not even listen. I don't have a big ego. Like I, I don't, Jill Zarin is famous. She's like, I'm not, I'm not comparing myself to Jill. Like I just, cause she said, cause she, she did listen. Cause she said, well, and you're also saying you get more press than me, which is true. Good for you. Like she definitely listened to my rant with you. So, okay. uh, but, but, but like, that's not me. I don't have that ego. Like, look at me. I, I really don't. And so I just want to do the work, which is this job. And I, just want to I'm making a good living doing this and my living is not to to trash people or so when she called me to work this out that how respectable is that the phone is ringing and she's like look I don't want an enemy and how I mean that's all you need to say to me that's it that's all you got to say guys to like washed Really? Mm. There's I, I don't need to rehash David. what happened and what happened doesn't matter it's like you're calling me and like, we're both in this business in different aspects. And it's to me, I'm like, wow, this is respectable. Cause I just did fucking call you a bitch and say, tell you to go fuck yourself and talk about, you know, fuck you. And I don't know. I don't think I would pick up the phone and call somebody after they did this to me necessarily. So I respect it. I do. I really respect it. And then to that, the, the apology is just in that, like, I don't know. Shame on me. Maybe I should have picked up the phone and called her a year and a half ago when I was fucking pissed off and we had this thing. You know, let's not get into the past year and a half and things I've heard that were said. That doesn't matter. It's like you're calling and you really don't want enemies. She said, I don't want enemies and and I don't really want enemies. And like, okay, so wait, wait, wait. Do you think the motive for this call, right? If uh, And motive isn't really the right word, but do you think it's truly about she doesn't want enemies or do you think she is making a genuine play to come back at television and, you know, because we obviously know we're going to get into this Real Housewives of, of New York recasting and she wants as many influential people as she can on her side. Like what? I mean, because this is yeah. like a turn of, I mean, that was a pretty quick turn of events. Not even a text. Like, I mean, I would have been like a text like, hey, heard, you know, heard you talking about me or whatever. You know, um, I, I don't want enemies like I would love to connect with you sometime. I mean, no, that's that's probably like new school. I mean, Jill Zarin's a little old school. So maybe the phone call is the, the move. But do did you think afterwards? Hmm. Because you yourself are really good at that. You're good at seeing different angles. Do you think there was another angle? Yes, 100%. <laughs> I do. But 
that's not me shading her at all. It's I 100% think that like I'm not I'm not, you know, I don't think. Yes, 100%. Okay, and, but what listen, do you think the other angle is? What do you think the. All well, and also this episode of ours came out the day after this Roni news was announced. And I, t- I, t- I told Jill, like, this really isn't me clickbait. This episode was scheduled. So it just happens that it's the next day. But no, I, I 100% think that her calling me has something to do with that. But I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that, you know, look, yeah. I'm always honest. And I mean, we even kind of talked about that. Like, I think, look, and we're going to get into it, but I think that, there is this announcement about this OG show. I have a lot of feelings about oh, this I can't OG wait. show. I've spoken to a lot of housewives this week, but I do feel that a door that I personally don't think was ever open for Jill on the, the main show, which I will stand by, like this, this incarnation with Luann and Ramona and Ebony and Leah, I personally don't think Jill was ever going to come back to that show. That's just my honest opinion. It's nothing personal against her. I just, it's... I thinking like a producer for a lot of reasons, I don't think. So I think this news, which could be bad for a lot of people, I think could potentially be good for Jill if the show ever happens, which we're going to get into. Oh. But I do think that, so I do think that, but is that a bad thing? Like, look, I think this is just my opinion for when Jill Zara listens to this episode, this is nothing I wouldn't say to her face. I'm just honest. I think like a producer, I think that, Jill has learned and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that, you know, you're on a show and then you're off and it's almost like you need to be off for so long to realize the things you did wrong. And there's everyone did things wrong. You don't think Ramona didn't do something wrong that now she doesn't have a job as of right now today. Like, so I personally think that Jill has learned things, you know, through Bethany and Andy. And so what is wrong with that? A humble woman who says, you know, I'd like to maybe be a part of this. And I think the right way to do it is to keep my head down and not make any comments and just focus on my mass business with my daughter and live my life and promote Girls Trip 2 and, and let this come to me if it's card. So why would she want me on her bad side? And so I do think there is this ulterior motive, but I don't think that's a bad thing. It's still, she's picking up the phone and calling, like how respectful is that? And Right. Like you don't need me a thorn in your side when you're trying to get this. And I don't really need her. Like I'd like her. I mean, of course, since I work 24 seven, I did turn this into the like, hey, Jill, you should just come back on the yes, podcast. She should. And she should. I did ask like, her. That's and like, I, I'm not coming for her. I'm not. And so, you know, maybe shame on me. Like I've had Luann on three times. I kissed the ring that is Luann de Lesseps. I would never try to come for Luann or any of that in my defense, not to beat a dead horse. I asked Jill a very open-ended question and I never came for her. She just happened to give an answer that the media thought was a negative answer and made up their own headlines. I still don't think I did anything wrong, but you know, I'm really not coming for Jill. Like I would never come for Luann. I think after this interaction, I certainly wouldn't come for Jill. Like I don't, so it's not, it's just like, I do think there's an ulterior motive, but I don't think that's bad. I think that, of course, she wants to be back on this incarnation if it ever happens. And I think that, listen, when you think of who are we going to look to from the OGs? And I mean, I don't know how you could have that without Jill as one of the, the five. And, you know, if Andy's really saying, you know, if we want a real group of people that hang out and know each other, it is. I mean, Luann and Jill are close. 
with Kelly Bensimo. It is Jill and Luann and Kelly. And I mean, Ramona and Jill may not be so close, but I mean, she's brought Luann and Ramona are. And so it's likely Jill would be possibly part of this. So I don't think, I just think that she has made mistakes and she admits that she's made mistakes that have to do with Bethany and Andy and many years and many things and no shade because everyone makes mistakes. And I just think she's like, I gotta, I gotta just this time, at least if it doesn't happen for her this time, I think she could say it's not because of what I did. And my best advice to her would be just to keep your head down girl and just, just don't focus on it and just, just, you know, promote girls trip and just see what happens. Cause listen, here's the thing. It's, it's out of her control. It's out of everyone's control. Who's chosen for this show. They, they know your name, Jill. Like they oh, know yeah, who they know you where are. To find you. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, but even- so I think there was an ulterior motive and I don't think that's bad. I just think she's like, I don't want you as an enemy. And I don't want her. Like I, I, I don't want enemies. It's not how I live my life. And so I feel look, there's plenty of people I've had gripes with that go away. Like, I don't know, for me to do a show and then put it in the title and it just, for me, felt sleazy. And so it's not because she called me. It's just more like I'm checking myself of like, that isn't necessarily my show. It's it's interviews with Susan Lucci was on the show. And, you know, it's, it's like it's an was interview. Just on, yeah. Right. Snooky. And so, like, if you say it, that's one thing. I'm not coming. I don't want to gossip and sling mud. It's just not really my show and so i mean i I do i talk about things here with you but not attacking people yeah you're not gossipy i mean you're not gossipy you're you are an insider you get a lot of information about bravo of course we i don't think we're gossipy at all when we co-host i think we um give our opinions and you know like everybody with their faux crystal ball you know we sort of make predictions about what we think could happen and some happen and some don't yes so I just I I I feel she didn't force me. There's no I, I what feel a development. that I you've never heard me apologize, have you? I don't think I have. It's a first. It's a first. I but just I think it's you great. Know, I think it's great. And I do think you are right. I think, well, look, I, I think she doesn't want you as an enemy. She probably she's probably learned a lot of lessons. I, I mean, I think you nailed it. And I think it, she's probably like anyone, if I were her, she's probably making the biggest run at right now of possible to be on this reboot, if in fact it's happening, although I'm really curious about your thoughts. Um, so, you know, she wants you out there speaking well of her, and I don't blame her. You know, I think that's I think that's good. A, a lot of Bravo people listen to your show, a lot. Bravo producers. So I'm not surprised. I think it's a smart move by her. And like, you know, don't get me wrong. There's no ego. Like, I don't think like, you know, David Yontef is going to have the say in who cast the show. Sure. And I just, I don't think like Jill is like bowing down to the altar of David. Like she's got, I just think it's like, she has bigger fish to fry and this could be some opportunity. And like, why do I need just one? I, it's not like I have a say, but why do I need that? Sure. And really, I am that person. I am truly just like on The Real Housewives of New York, where you see people hate each other at one o'clock in the afternoon and love each other at two. And it's fast paced. I really, maybe because I live in New York, I really, truly in life am that person. Like whatever bothered me five minutes ago, you just, once you come to me and appeal to me as a human being, really as a, it doesn't matter if it's Jill on TV or someone else, I am over it. I I don't hold grudges. I don't care what happened between us. Like 
you know, it's when you draw a line and you're saying shit about me and you're going to try to say whatever. And, and then I'm a lawyer and you're not going to win. Like just anyone, like I'm a lawyer. It's like a fucking crazy mind of like, we're in a battle now. And this is, so once you appealed yeah. to me and you're, and she said, like, I didn't, she, I, she didn't have to call me. And so I just, as a person completely respect that move. And I am just, I mean, I should never have talked crap. It's not right. And I want to apologize to Jill Zarin. There, I said there. it. So. <laughs> what a way to start. All right, baby. I love it. I've done it myself. Here you go. Yeah. Been there. So. I mean, okay. I mean, I'm dying to hear all your thoughts. I mean, this was a huge variety piece about Real Housewives of New York. I mean, I want to know, we're getting two shows supposedly. Um, I'm so curious about your thoughts on the Variety article. To me, it said a whole lot of nothing. You know, I mean, Andy, they asked Andy a bazillion questions. You know, could this housewife, could Bethany be back? I mean, of course, you know, he was very, you know, open-ended. He makes it sound like they have not cast the reboot or or the, um, you know, there's like the OG version and the new version. He makes it sound like, oh, hey, if you have a friend group in that's diverse in New York City, we want to hear from you. He makes it sound like they have, uh, you know, I thought it was a whole lot of nothing in that article. Well, I, I have a lot of things that I've heard from the inside. Yes. And a lot of things just that are my opinion, which, you know, someone DMs me or made a comment. Are you good in? Because I was very adamant that if New York came back out of the last cast and this didn't happen, in my opinion, Luann was coming back, Ramona was coming back, and that was it. And maybe Tinsley from the past, maybe. But even her aside, Ramona and Luann, that was it, nobody else. And so someone's like, are you going to finally admit you were wrong? Not really, not really. Sorry, not really. I wasn't wrong. Like, because you we're, believe- we're not going forward. Well, I believe, listen, I believe that they, okay, this is what I believe. Okay. We had season 13. I personally don't think season 13 was as god awful as everyone else does. I don't understand what the big uproar was, but there it is. We have it. Perhaps it's because I know Ebony in real life and I'm friends with her. Maybe I'm jaded, like and, and not jaded, but maybe I'm just biased. I don't see what was so wrong with it, but it didn't work and the ratings were bad, period. I personally think that they tried to come up with this concoction that everyone's been trying to come up with. Who do we keep? Who do we not keep? And I think if you kept Luann and look, you couldn't, you had to have kept somebody out of Ramona, Luann and Sonia, this OG, just to continue that type of show. You had to have, if you were going to mix it in. And I think no matter who you got, you, you, if you kept Luann and Ramona and you got five new women that most likely would have been younger, 35 to 45, it would have, how is that going to work? You're going to have two OGs with very strong personalities. Not That's not a negative statement. And it's still not going to integrate. It's probably going to be these two against four or just somehow integrated. It's not going to work. It's going to be like two separate shows and it, it's just not going to work. So I do think that they figured out every combination and they're like, any combination would have been season 13 over. It's a little bit different. We're not in the same COVID, but it wouldn't have worked. It would not have been an integrated cast. It would have been the old regime of Ramona and Luann and all these new people. That's the first thing. So I think they they tried and they thought about it and how would that have worked? It just wouldn't have, right? Okay. 
I mean, my That's, my take on why yeah. that season season thirteen was so bad is because nothing happened. It it you know, Ebony unfortunately gets the blame because she is new. She was the first woman of color, and she did talk about race a lot, which I was fine with. All that the problem was nothing else happened. Nothing else happened in Ebony's life. Ebony is you know I, I like Ebony a lot, but she wasn't rich. She wasn't dating anybody rich. She wasn't doing anything, and to her, like. Neither, none of the others were either, you know, Luann's nowhere with her relationship. There's no business. You know, Sonia came off as a complete alcoholic. Ramona fine was clueless as usual, but again, like it just nothing, nothing happened. Like I compare it to the housewives of New Jersey, right? There's just so much depth to the show. You have the husbands, you have Jennifer now, you know, and Bill had an affair. You've had, you know, Teresa's like got a new man. I feel bad for Ebony because she's sort of the fall woman when I think all those conversations would have been fine if other things had happened and someone had been rich. But like, there's just nothing else. Like Leah was boring. Nothing you know, Leah came in with such fire. She was such, she was so interesting. We thought Leah would be dating. You know, Leah, like the first season, Leah started drinking again. Not that I'm encouraging that, but it was, then Leah was sober. Luann tried to be sober. It was, it, nothing happened. It was the worst season of all time. It was I see. I have to say, I think it was one of the worst. It was, but maybe I don't, that's why. But I don't. I wasn't upset about all the race talk. It was just this is so boring. It's like it's just. I don't care. It was awful. Well, I truly believe. You know, I guess that's why people didn't like it. And it's COVID and all that. But I just feel there's no combination that would work. That's just my opinion. So I feel like that's the first thing that after sitting around and getting to that analysis now i do think a couple of other things factored into this decision okay. i think salt lake is a huge reason this is my second tier i think okay. the first thing is how could anyone be integrated second of all i think salt lake is a hundred percent a reason that this is going forward this way we have a whole bunch of people that are truly connected and we have a brand new cast that nobody knows we don't know one single person on this cast yeah we're getting to know all of them together just like SNL did way back in the Sherry O'Terry, Will Ferrell, Chris Catania. We leveled the field and that's Salt Lake. We started with a whole bunch of new people. And now in season two, even in season one, it was good. Season two was great. Not just because of Jen Shaw. It's a real, who is the superstar in Salt Lake? We have Jen Shaw, superstar. Heather. We have Meredith Mark, superstar. We have Heather. We have a whole cast of actual superstars. And it's because these people really know each other and they're all brand new and it's it's just level. So I think personally, A, they tried to think of who to keep and who to go. And I do think the real discussion there was Ramona and Luann and Sonia. I still think it would have been only only Ramona and only Luann. And I think integrating people with them wouldn't have worked. And I think they thought of that. And then I think second, the fact that Salt Lake is such a success as like this new franchise. I like this. They're theory. like, why not? That's they're like, why not just do it with New York? I think that. So I think that's how we got to the main event. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero Breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. 
Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it, slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Which is, it's almost like our, our, our discussion here today needs to have tears. It needs to be like, how did we get to this? That's the first thing. Second is how, what does this really mean for the main show? The third is what does this mean for the OG show? And the fourth is what does this mean? <laughs> and who from the past has, has an, a chance? So, and who is this good for? And who is this bad for? So that's, I, I just think in my opinion, I think Miami being back and that's kind of new, even though it was, old, I just think Miami was off for so long, it's kind of back. And so that's like a new group, even though some of them are older, but I really think it's Salt Lake. I just think that like, this is how they got to this of like, let's start over. Okay. It worked with Salt Lake. But did you believe in the Variety article where Andy says they haven't cast the, the, the um, friend group yet? Do you believe that? Or do you think they already know? I know for a hundred billion trillion percent certainty that they didn't cast the friend group yet because i know people that are now what's happening is people are now they put this out there i do believe from my sources that we're on the same timeline probably the end of the summer in the hamptons august is when filming will start into the fall into october i think it's going to be the same timeline and so here we go guys we got to start filming in you know august how ironic I love this. Got a new podcast for you to listen to. Yes, I do. It's the Dr. John Delani Show. Schman and I were actually playing a clip from Dr. John's podcast because he was doing the topic of our youth travel sports ruining families. Well, Dr. John Delani has over 20 years of sitting with families and dealing with hurting people and mental health issues. He has a PhD in counseling. Delani walks alongside real people as they navigate tough decisions. And this is actually something that I really enjoy about his show. It's caller driven. I I feel like I'm going to have to get a caller driven show, Dr. John. I love this. Anyway, listen to the Dr. John Delani show wherever you get your podcast, or you can follow the link in the description of this podcast episode. I always make it very, very easy to find my sponsors and people that I partner with. So start downloading and listening today to the Dr. John Delani podcast. Enjoy. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it up into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 
minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right. You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored Oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is a well-researched baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Fraser 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's 20. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by ShipStation. Online shopping isn't slowing down anytime soon. Is your business ready to keep up the pace? With ShipStation, you'll never worry about shipping again. Make the switch to a solution that handles all of your shipping needs quickly, affordably, and painlessly. Look, do you have a side hustle? t-shirts, mugs, Etsy store. Maybe you know a friend. I would love if you would tell a friend that has a small business, ask them if they're using ShipStation. It could save them a ton of money, especially if they're doing shipping, if they're taking and handling any returns. ShipStation works with every single carrier, so you can always find the best fit for you. Your business can access the same discounted rates, usually reserved for Fortune 500 companies. That's how good it is. And I have a code. So I would love for you to use ShipStation. DM me, uh, send an email to the Sarah Fraser Show at gmail.com. When you do, let me know that your friend or you have signed up. Use code TSFS to get a 60-day free trial. That's two months free of no-hassle, stress-free shipping. Go to ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in TSFS. ShipStation. Make ship happen. Also, I'm on Cameo. Yes, you can book your favorite radio personality from back in the day, podcaster and TV host. If you love watching me on Fox 5 and if you love this podcast, I would love to shout out your entire office, maybe like a couple that you know that's having an anniversary or a big milestone birthday. Any and all of the above, or if you just want some hot celebrity gossip because people love to ask me celebrity stories or reveal them in cameos, you can book me. Just $25. Go to cameo.com slash the Sarah Frazier. There you go. There's no the. 
Also, download Switchcraft. Have you downloaded it? You can download Switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery. In Switchcraft, you take on the role of a witch at Pendle Hill, the world's top academy of witchcraft. Play your way through hundreds of enchanting match three levels, revealing a dark and winding mystery story. I've played multiple times. I still play. I have Switchcraft on my phone. It's a match three game, and it's super fun. You never get bored because there's like choose your own adventure. It's also like a gripping graphic novel. Switchcraft is a brand new take on match three games and as you play you just keep unlocking more beautiful pieces and magical parts of the graphic novel switchcraft is a mobile game with a unique blend of tv worthy writing choose your own adventure style as i mentioned and thousands of magical three levels also i really like it. it's got a very diverse um kind of casting to in it 85 characters from a variety of cultural backgrounds as well as disabled and lgbtq plus characters there you go download switchcraft for free and unlock the magical mystery today this is the time we have to find a cast now you know we have months it might take months but no i know for a fact that people are now reaching out whether you see a casting there and you're you're sending in your groups I know for a fact in the past 48 hours, people have done that and casting calls are happening. And I know certain people who have specifically been contacted, some of which are new and some of which have been involved, not on the show, but have gotten, have spoken to casting in the past. They've gotten calls of like, Hey, didn't work out five years ago, three years ago, whatever. Are you oh. interested? I know this, I know this, this is all a fact because I know the actual human beings that have gotten these calls. So it's definitely not cast is definitely started. It is definitely going to be diverse. I don't think it's going to be, here's our six white women and here's one black woman. No, it's going to be, you know, maybe two black women. We have like every ethnicity here. It's going to be a true kind of like Salt Lake. I go back to that. I think it's going to be 35 to maybe 50 years old, same age as Salt Lake. It's going to be a true group. And I do think it's going to be as well to do as possible of the real society movers and shakers like it just new york it's good it's so well, that's that what new is york what... is new york is truly a melting pot but wait a minute wait a minute i have to ask you i mean you are friends with ebony is ebony like do you think there is a part of ebony that is disappointed she is not being considered or not going to be back and what did you th- i mean leah went on her instagram and said you know all right it's official you know that's a wrap um you know thank you for all my leah mob supporters so what do you think of those two are there any Leah Mob supporters? <laughs> I don't know. Here I am giving an apology to Jill Zarin. But again, Leah, I mean, I have no love lost with Leah. But, you know, here's the deal. So, okay, so do you want to talk about, I mean, right. So the thing is, I think acceptance is the first thing here. So technically... This is a termination of everyone that was just on that show. Leah, Luann, Ramona, Sonia, and Ebony. So I don't know. I mean, I think like for me personally. Yeah. I personally believe that every person that I just mentioned, like I think all five of them truly thought that they would each be back. Mm. I'm not so sure I'm not so sure how each person necessarily thinks that. Like, to me, there was 0% chance that Leah was coming back if this show went forward. But so to me, it's over. So that's great that Leah is saying that. I mean, 
I think the real people that are probably, I mean, Luann and Ramona and Sonia, they've lost a lot of money from this first. I'm just talking about the main show right now. Okay. Because I have a lot to say about this other thing that we're apparently this, we're this get. reboot. I mean, she got, you know, she had two, 200 plus comments on her Instagram. Leah did putting this up, you know, just people, you know, congrats, mazel, you know, um, that kind of thing. So. I don't know. I just, I, it was interesting because Leah, I think was pretty outspoken. I, I thought that she was going to be back and kind of like, you know, really, I, I think you I think really she, thought. I think she thought she was going to be back, but I personally don't see how she would have ever been back if we went ahead with who's staying and who's going. I will stand by. I think Luann and Ramona were the only two that were coming back. And I, if- I will stand by that to the end of time. So no, I did not learn anything to this troll that says, are you going to realize you were wrong? I was not. I stand by that. That's truly what I think. And- I believe Ebony, maybe Ebony would have been back, but I, I Leah would not have, and I don't think Sonia would have. But so to me, it's like, if you were Luann yeah. or Ramona and Sonia, I mean, that's a lot of money that's gone. Okay, I mean, I want to hear all your thoughts. You kind of insinuated at the start of this podcast episode, you don't think there ever will be your OJ reboot. You think they're just saying that. I kind of got that. Well, so here's the thing. So here's the thing. It's like, I don't see how you could have been that. And I'm not so sure that I think that. Like, I'm going to get to that in a second. I don't see how, first of all, like, look, NBC Universal is brilliant. This is such a brilliant statement this is such a brilliant vanity what everyone says brilliant i mean if you announce that we are scrapping brony and starting over it would have been chaos it would have been a revolt boycott not watching pissed i want ramona i want luann i am pissed 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 even if you want leah or ebony whatever it was you would have been pissed. So I don't know how you could have just said, we're wiping the slate clean. People would have gone berserk. Sure, sure. Then the show would have come out and then we would have had probably a ratings bomb. And also it's hard to start with a new show. Like Salt Lake didn't start with such great ratings. It really had to get there. And we're all busy. Who's going to take on a new show? I'm going to take it on. You're going to take it on. But the world does not take it on. People listening to this podcast would have probably watched. But so I think there would have been mass revolt, chaos. People would have been pissed and not watched. So, So we have an announcement that is a brilliant press move from the top of NBC Universal, brilliant minds to say that we're revamping this. And we're going to have a second OG show. Now, let's just put this aside for a second, this OG show. It's a brilliant PR stunt because now people, they're not just mad. They're thrilled. They're getting two Ronies. It was this genius. Is like people are thrilled. It's genius. Genius. It is genius. Now, yeah. I mean, I can tell you from what I hear and I think even from the article, this first show is a priority. We are casting, we are filming. I think it's, I don't, this is not some simultaneous gig. And so, I mean, this August, it's going to be one year since, you know, well, not even this like May is when we're only goes off the, you know, we're like into a year now where no one has earned a paycheck that was making a paycheck. Wow. So now we're going to have this new reincarnation. So really it's, I think, if there is this OG show, I personally think my sources tell me, and I could be wrong. I'm not always right. 
that it's one first and the other after if there's a second one. And that's still a good year away. So it's kind of like it's still not a great thing if you're Luann and Ramona and Sonia having had a certain paycheck. It's like to me, you lost your job and there's no shade. And like I'm not because I mean, Luann is just the most wonderful person to me and I will be loyal to it's like and even Ramona, who is I mean, I don't even know what to say about my interactions in the real world with Ramona, but I don't wish, I don't wish, just like I apologize to Jill Zara and like, I don't wish harm. Like, I don't wish someone to lose their job. Like, oh, it's I, a I mean, million I dollar Sonya. paycheck. I love Sonia. Her comedy tour is selling. You know, she's doing well on this comedy tour. I, I agree. I, I think that's very interesting because you're right. I mean, this OG cast, you know, it's going to be two years before we potentially see them back. That's a very long time. And, you know, do audiences still have the um, love for them, you know, two years later? Of course, to your point, genius, genius announcement. But then what will come? Because really, who are they going to bring back? I mean, maybe they do bring back Sonia. Maybe it's Sonia. Maybe they bring back Barbara. Like, I loved Barbara. I wish you'd stayed on the Barbara show. Barbara Yeah. I liked Barbara. That is not the first name that I would think of, but okay, here we go. <laughs> no, I, I think that everyone will be. No, so listen, so I think, here's the thing. Like, uh, yeah. I, I listen, I don't think that NBC really has a definitive answer, but I do. Now, here's the other thing. So I'm thinking all this. This is in my head. No one's told me this. Just that, is this OG show real? Is it really ever going to happen? I think this is a, you know, it. And then I run into somebody completely. This is, I run into someone who is okay. in the, in the business. This happened last night at dinner. Okay. And, you know, on the Upper East Side and the conversation went there and I didn't say a word. And they said to me, like, you know, this OG show is never going to happen, you know? And it's not like it's Andy Cohen or someone that works for Bravo, but it's someone that has a, a rational thinking mind. And I'm like, it's so funny because that's exactly, exactly what I think. So I just think anytime I think something and I'm like checking myself in the mirror and then someone else is thinking the same thing who is like in the business and ha- it's just that's when it's like, well, I mean, I mean, are, you're not in my mind. I'm not in your mind. Now it validates my thoughts that, wow. Okay, let me have a second martini because it's exactly what I have been thinking. <laughs> okay, so you are. But here's. So- but, but I do have to say, I, this is what I think. This is truly what I think. Like, you look at Salt Lake, and I mean, people love Salt Lake. They, they're, they're in it. So I think when this show comes out and it's cast, and I just think by the end of season one, like if Roni is such a blockbuster with this new cast mm-hmm. and I don't see how it could not be because the same people that are involved in casting Salt Lake are casting this, it's the same people. So I don't see how it's not going to be a blockbuster. I think, look, I could even see them getting a Jill Zarin. I think Jill Zarin's going to earn a paycheck. You know how Gina Keogh was did a voiceover in the OC when they switched the cast around? Yes. I could even see them getting Jill Zarin. Honestly, I could see them getting Jill for this. See, see, I could see I'm giving some work to Jill here today. I could see Jill doing a voiceover like, you know, the more things change, they stay or whatever. And and there it is. And Jill will take her check. Girl, take your check and run and just 
here they are. And I think it's going to be a bunch of little 37 to 45-year-olds running around and lots of... Now, if this is a blockbuster New York benefit and charity and Hamptons and Rothschild and this and that and drama and this and the art world and, 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 and by the end of the season, I just, if it's a blockbuster, I don't know how quickly we're going to have an OG show. I think it's it's out there. So if this is not so great, so, but even if it's great, we might have an, so I think one of two things will happen. I think either we're going to just not have an OG show. Yeah. It be a year later, or I think we'll have an OG show, but I don't think it's, I personally don't think it's going to be, I think it's Peacock, eight episodes, like Girls Trip. And I don't think, I mean, there's all this crap online. There's no salaries being talked about yet, but I, I do think the million dollars, the 800,000 that Sonia and Luann, I mean, it's going to be a huge take it or leave it. Here's like a hundred grand or whatever they get, 250, whatever it is, it's not going to be the same. So to me, it's like, uh, that's where it's like, I think if you're a Luann, a Sonia or a Ramona, like this has to be like, it's kind of over in the traditional $900,000. This is what I think. This is like the end of an era. I mean, this is pretty amazing. Okay, okay. So if you were looking into your crystal ball and let's say they do exactly what you're saying, they go, okay, we're going to give eight episodes to this Peacock, to this OG cast. Who would it be? And maybe, you know, maybe 10. And I think reduce salaries, you know. Um, Well, I do think it would be Ramona. Yep. I do think it would be, I'm going to give, I'm going to give my girl, my, my, my new girl, Jill Zarin a seat. You know, that would be good. I actually think it would be Andy, amazing. Andy says, you know, she's annoying, but he, he's, he's name checking her in the Vanity Fair article. He's sort of variety. You know, he's saying like, I'm waiting for my phone to ring with Jill. I think Jill's learned. I don't think she's going to call. I think Jill would, would get a seat on this. She's a classic name. I know. When you say Roni, I think Ramona, I think absolutely Countess Loanne. Absolutely. Okay. I think for this and these intents and purposes, Kelly Bensimo. Kelly is deals with daily <gasps> Kelly and Jill are close. Kelly and Luann are close. I think Kelly would get a seat. Listen, yes, it's a lot different a when good... it's eight and it's 10 episodes. I it's not a whole thing. Kelly would step up for this. I think, look, I think you might see a Dorinda in there. So really? whereas, you think they bring Dorinda back? Maybe. I mean, let's see how it goes with girls trip with her and Jill. I don't think those two were like tight, tight, tight before girls trip. But I think, yeah, Dorinda's in, you know, you're in the mix. She talk, talks to Luann. And people love Dorinda. These people really know each other. I think if you're going to do this, and I don't even know if it's going to be, personally, I don't think it's going to be a, like, a let's follow you around for nine months. I think it's going to be a, like, you know, it's Jill's 60th or whatever. Yes. You know, like, I, th- I think it's going to be an event. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's going to be, that's what I think. Now, look, I'm, that's no shade. You're going to get a paycheck. You know, the rumor is they had $200,000 oh. for a girl's trip for a week. So I think, but I think it would be, I think Kelly would be back. I think maybe, maybe Sonia too. Yeah. David, but I mean, so I don't think that, you know, Bethany and listen, even if we had never this, coming back, thing. no, but I, but I think even if we, that's where it is. So I'm not, I'm not that jaded that we're not going to have it, but I'm not so sure we're going to have it. I think this announcement and leaving this door open so brilliant and people love it and i think let's see how it goes and i don't think it'll be a really expensive show to produce let's do it but i think that if we do it 
that doesn't mean necessarily we're going to do it for 10 years. It might be, we promised it. Here it is. Yeah. And yeah. That's a there good, we that's go. good. Yes. Oh my God, David. I love it. There it is. I, 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 I really, can't even, and, I can't even counter that because I think your prediction is so genius and spot on. And so here's the thing, whereas I'm saying this is like bad news for like Lou and Ramon and stuff. I mean, I do think if you're like a Jill or even a Dorinda and you want back into this, I think it's great. I mean, those are two of the classic OG, you know, types. I think, you know, they're probably personally, I don't think there was ever going to be a space for Jill or Dorinda back on like the main show, the way it was going. That's just my honest opinion. And so for me, I think this is good news for some. It's good news for them. If Kelly wants back in, she's a real estate agent, go in, get your money. So I think it's get good those for people like Jill and Dorinda. And I think they would take it. And, and I'm not giving you any shade. I have no horse in this race. I'm just thinking like a producer at NBC of how this would work. I really, so I think it's like great news for Jill Zarin. I think it's possibly the best for her and maybe really good for Dorinda. And so it's good for some and it's good for a whole new group of people in New York. Look, I get it. I get it. Like I like to move on from things and I really feel that everything in life happens for a yeah, reason. Sure. I feel if I, if I speak out and go crazy and I'm canceled for like, whatever happens, it's kind of like it was meant to happen. Yeah. And I, uh, I tend to move on, but having said that I do have sympathy. I do understand a Jill or like a Dorinda. And now like, I do have an understanding for like, this is kind of the house that you built in like, whereas I will be doing behind the velvet rope till I'm a hundred because no one could take this away from me. Yeah. Because yeah. it's mine. Like this is how it works in this crazy, awful, insane media business of entertainment. Yeah. And it has to be hard to have built Manhattan moms, you know, Jill Zared or, or any of these people from the ground up and now just have to sit. I mean, it's the same thing like Vicky and, and, and you have... I do have sympathy. It has to be hard when you aren't really ready to get. It's kind of like when someone breaks up with you. It takes I know, a I know. It to takes, get over it. It does. It takes, it takes, yeah, it takes anywhere from a couple months. I mean, I think like Carol Rad as well, right, who we both adore. You know, Carol's over it. Carol doesn't care. Carol's not coming back. There was no, you know, Carol's like, bye. I think this is now trash. Like I tried it as a social experiment, but I want nothing to do with it. But that's to your point, very different than a Jill Zarin, even a Leah. I mean, I'm sure Leah like was banking on staying, maybe not so much Ebony because it was kind of like contentious from the start, but yeah. And that's, and that's the other thing I want to say. I mean, I think the person like someone who really gets screwed in this whole thing is Leah. I mean, Leah ain't going to be part of the new show. Now I uh, I've maybe. Heard. I, I don't know if this is true. I have heard from multiple sources. I don't know if it's true. I've heard, you know, Leah is now getting her friend group together to go. Why not? It's, I would pitch it. It's, yeah. You can go pitch it. It's not happening. Um, Leah's not going to be the new friend group on Roni. I'm going to I'm nothing against her. I'm just telling you that's not happening. Yeah. 0% chance. It's just not. So, I mean, this is, I'm just living in the real world, people. I have no horse in this race but so I think oh. someone like Aaliyah who's not going to be on this new show she's not an OG we're not thinking of her in this OG cast I think you know if we go down the list I think everyone that gets it will accept it I don't even think Heather I think Heather Thompson 
who I love, who's been on the show many times. I think her name would come up, but I almost think like, I don't know. We just saw her in this other strange experience by going back in season 13, which is not fair to her. She's phenomenal. I just think that like, I don't even think she would be like on the first rung. I think maybe eventually, I think it would be, I really think it would be Jill, Luann, Ramona, Sonia, Dorinda, and Kelly Bensimon. That's honestly, if you want my, off the top of my head, those would be my six. Now, if Andy wanted to rock this thing to the core, if you wanted to rock this to the core, you really should go call Alex McCord and just get her back here from Australia to film for like a month and have and have that be the whole How premise of epic. the damn show. Oh my God. Alex and Simon. Wasn't it Simon? No, was it Simon? Yeah. Oh my God. They would be so good. What a blast from the past. Oh my God. They they should come back for a right? summer in New York City. Yes. Or like a Let fall me tell in you New that. York. That would be... I've totally forgot about her. I completely That forgot. would be the whole premise of the show. Like, I, I well, even, we could... even Aviva Drescher. I forgot about Aviva and the, the leg. Oh, my God. That'd be so good. To, okay. God, that was good. I mean, there times. is a lot of history. I mean, listen. Yeah. Uh, Miss, Miss, Miss Alex, she don't want nothing to do with it. Oh. Now, if they... I don't know. That's... You say that and then there's money... But I mean, Alex doesn't want to talk to me. She doesn't want to talk to anyone. She just, she's very polite. They very politely decline the invites for God, they were so good. They're very lovely, but they, they don't want to talk. They don't want anything to do with it. So, but you know what? Money talks and who knows? True. Oh my God, David. I love all that. Okay. So that's really just what I, and I, I think Leah gets screwed because she's not part of the new cast. And she's not an OG. So I don't think, I, I think, look, I think if anyone, like, I think if you look at Ebony, I mean, Ebony can go pitch herself to this new version. Yeah. Like she has like, you know, I mean, it would have to be a lot of, you know, friends and who's in, but I'm just saying I might, yes. I think that there's something about a whole bunch of unknowns. I was going to say, I, doing I, this. I don't think they're going to go with any familiar face because it's just going to be too it's just but at least bring Ebony up- is in the door. Like, I don't think Leah's in the door. Like, I think Ebony truly, like, okay. despite what, like, a Ramona thinks, you know, in her limited world, like, Ebony is, before this show, this is not just saying this, like, because, like, but before this show, like, she has, like, she's in the media. Like, you know, yeah. Black media in New York, like, Bevy Smith, and, I mean, there are benefits and chair. I mean, like, Ebony is, has this, life that has nothing to do with Roni that is really connected and 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 is high society in a lot of circles in New York and so just at least that's like in the game of what I think where this new incarnation is going to go and I it's definitely going to be a diverse group of friends and I look it's not that hard they did it in Salt Lake like it is going to be like a Vanderpump rules where people like know each other you know it's truly like six people seven that may not all know each other but they are they know each other enough and it's really connected that is going to be the show there's none of this casting of like you're going to pretend to be her none of that it's going to be the real deal and i think they just got to the point where they're like we have to announce this right now because we only have now i mean she's coming up on my show this is this will be out before 
when people hear this interview, this person will have already been on my show, but this Monday on my show, I have the one, <gasps> the only Miss Luann Deliceps. <laughs> Yay. Oh my God. Okay. Wow. Uh, that's a huge but, interview. Yeah. She's coming back for a third time. I love Luann. She, I, this was after she made the headlines with everything that happened at the townhouse bar. I know you but have is, the first interview. It is prior though. It's, this is, it's like 24 hours prior to this announcement. And so oh. between Ebony just being on my show and Luann, like, I can tell you like these women didn't see this coming. I mean, we talk about next season, me and Luann about like, <gasps> Oh, wow. Really? Wow. That's good. Which be is, it's, inc- I, I, I get it. It's a business thing. Like you're not going to tell people, but like, what a shame. Like, so, how, how harsh. What do you think? They like got a phone call right before the Variety article dropped? I mean, did they get a phone call? I don't know. Wow. Damn. Okay. I would, I would, I would, I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I'm not, I'm not so sure. I'm oh not so God. sure you got, I'm not so sure you got a phone call. No. Oh my God. Okay. It's wow. listen, it, it's like a brutal business, guys. Yeah, it right? is. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Well, the best advice I ever got when I started in radio and television was from my former co-host who hired me. And he basically said, congrats on your job. Now it's not show friends. It's show business. And you know what? At the time I was like, God, that's such an awful thing to say. But actually now, like 10 years later, I'm like, you know what? That was actually great advice because you can make friends in this business, but you also have to realize it's show business and show business is just about what sells the ratings and what's hot. And, you know, you just have to like not take it personally, but that's very hard to do. And it's hard to do if the show is all you had, which like for someone like Sonia, Ramona, Louie, I mean, they built their names on that. And like, to your point, Vicky, like, I just, I don't think they saw it coming. I think they thought they were like above that, which happens to a lot of people and you're never above it. No, I think like you're never above it. I mean, just think about like, you have like one, two, like almost $3 million in salaries between Luann, Ramona, and Sonia. And now you're going to have, and then you factor in Leah, who was making 200. So let's, okay, so that's 3 million, 200. Ebony, let's throw in like three, right? So like $3.3 million in salaries versus like 70,000 times, you know, seven even if it's a hundred thousand, that's seven hundred thousand dollars. You're gonna you're gonna salary you're gonna salary this show for five hundred thousand dollars versus three point three million. Do you think that this days- is how did no one see this coming? How how I don't get it. Okay, but what? It, what? It, but when you say that, what do you mean? Do you think that there will not? We won't go back to the days where it wasn't Nini. Was Nini famously the highest paid for a long time? Okay, and she was at a million, right? And then we've obviously seen like uh, Candy reportedly gets two point or two million. Is that correct? Something out there, yeah. Okay, so do you think we're now experiencing like gone are the days that you're going to ever have somebody get to a million? I mean, I think it depends on the ratings. Like Atlanta, okay. the ratings were like what two million, one point nine, one point eight. Like Atlanta, even yeah, two years ago was like in the one points. So and Teresa, I just think with Judice has to be making close to a million now, yeah. don't you think? If not like, a million, no, I, Teresa's at like one five. Or yeah. no, I think Teresa's at like two million now. Sorry, I bet. 
I bet. I mean, Teresa's. Yeah. And I mean, look, I'm watching New Jersey. I love it. I feel like they have, they have ongoing, like it just is so good. Like I said at the start of this episode, I mean, they can, they manage to keep it going. It's awesome. It's really good. Listen, I mean, there's a reason Teresa is just, I mean, she doesn't, it's natural. And she's, she's mad at Margaret and she is just like, Margaret's great. I think Teresa's thrilled. I think Teresa's probably like, Jesus, like, I haven't earned this paycheck in three seasons. Four seasons. I've been calm. Like, bitch, you're giving me a reason to be Teresa DJ. Like, thank you. Cause like, I'm really mad. I mean, she's not, that's the thing. Teresa's authentic. She don't act. Like when she's yeah. mad, she's mad, so you know? Good. But so I don't know. And so then that like ties into the Jill thing. Like, I just think like, l- let, let the woman yeah, she's a nice woman. I mean, yes, I'm saying this. Like, she just, I mean, I don't want to, you know, like, we're all going to be dead one day. Like, we all got bigger oh, problems. I, like, I would, I'm with you. Like, I don't, I never like to have conflict with anyone. I mean, there's people, can I just say? Yeah. It, it makes you realize, like, I think to me, like to a Jill, Luann, we're all in this together. Like, yeah. there's a network. And then there's all the rest of us. Some of us make 20,000. Some of us make 300,000. Some of us like, it's, we're all on a sliding scale from like $10,000 to a million or whatever. Yeah. But then there's a network that could blow all of us away with one flip of the switch. Yes. And so I just think if anything, we're all in this together. Like I have my role, you have your role. I mean, I ain't going nowhere. So it's just like, I just think like the enemy shouldn't be any of us. Like we got enough problems here and it's just everyone wants their totally. piece of totally. the pie. Listen, I mean, this just became my business. You know, nobody wants the Susan Lucci. They like her, but they'd rather listen to, you know, the housewife from 30 years ago that hasn't been on anything. That's just, that's the people that are listening to this. Yeah, lovely podcast that's what right they now. want. You give them what they want, David. So I don't know. I mean, like, look, I don't want to be cynical. I hope it all works out. I hope there is an OG show. I just feel that this is, I mean, everyone's really excited. Like, let's just take it one day at a time. And by the way, I really hope, I think because I'm I'm in New York, I got 8,000 DMs. Listen, remember when Erica Jane, when there was a headline that she was getting divorced from Tom? And then like a month later, we learned that Tom did some bad things. And then nobody wanted to talk about anything for months and months and almost a year except Erica and Tom. And everyone, they didn't want to talk about Roni or New Jersey or Madonna or or Ariana Grande. All the world and this, our world want to talk about was Erica and Tom from like a hundred years. Yeah. I really, really hope, really hope you can all DM me. I love you all. I really hope that there's something that we all want to talk about other than just Roni for the next 500 years. There will. There's so much. I feel like there's so much other, there's so many other things we didn't even get to today that we're going to have to get to. You know what we need to talk about next week? What? And we cannot, we cannot talk about it right now because it's a I whole know, discussion. I know, because it's going to be a whole thing. Kathy We Hilton. need to talk about Kathy Helton's last season. She's she's done. She's she's going to be like, fuck all of you. Oh, my God, yes. And, of course, oh, my God, there's so much to talk about. And, and Potomac, Potomac, you know, um, apparently viewers basically helped Robin Dixon diagnose herself with, a, with adult ADHD. I mean, she actually went to a doctor and was diagnosed. But did you see? She put out a whole you know, post about how she listened to fans. She went, 
All her procrastination, getting up late. Anyway, she has adult ADHD. I mean, they're filming right now, Potomac, at the Cherry Blossoms, at the very famous Cherry Blossoms in D.C. Um, it's hey, good. Listen, it's going to be good. For our next chat, we since I told I know. you all this behind the scenes and I'm running into this one at dinner and this one. And by the way, I've talked to several of the New York housewives this week, like past, present. I've had lots of conversation. So your assignment needs to be can you like go and you know text your buddy candy gal i will and like can you go find out like you know find out a little something that candy gal is willing to tell you from this potomac filming because here i am slutting myself out with all these ronies i'm on and ron jays like i'm doing my business up here in new york and new jersey but text candace find out a little something you know what i'm saying i will and ashley darby ashley darby now i mean god she's been on that show so long and she's, I miss, I saw her, she just posted on Instagram, like Ashley's, Ashley's had like a little bit of a glam up, I feel. I do too. She looks fabulous. I think she's loving being a mama to those two boys. I'll hit up, I'll hit up all the ladies and see what I can find. And I mean, I got to check in with Monique. I mean, Monique has that, has that um, radio morning show. I'm sure Mo- Monique's now on kind of our end. She's probably talking about them to some degree. So I'm curious. I love Monique. You just made me realize that I never heard back from my people. Um, About Monique, you need to have her back on. I'd like to, I'd like to have Monique back on. She's a nice girl, a nice woman. Excuse me. That's not appropriate, David. Um, Anything else you want to cover (laughs) here today, Sarah? You didn't didn't expect an apology. You didn't expect... No, but I wanted to hear all your thoughts. I loved what you had to say. No, I mean, we'll get into it all next week. Um, You know, per usual, you guys know I put out new podcast episodes Monday through Wednesday of the Sarah Frazier Show. I do recaps of TLC on Wednesdays, and I have, you know, a lot of TLC stars. And uh, we were trending this week for Max Kalschmidt. Um, Is that one of the guys was hot that you had on? I know, I know. Yes, Um, probably Max, probably Max Kalschmidt. He is now Mariah's ex-boyfriend on Welcome to Plathville. Welcome to Plathville is one of their biggest shows. It's great. So, you know, I know I'm speaking a foreign language to David, but I'm obsessed with TLC. Before the 90 Days is so good. Anyway, Sarah Frazier, you can find me on TikTok, Instagram, The Sarah Frazier Show. You interview the Thousand Pound Sisters and all this other stuff. Love them. Love them. Working on getting them. They're very hard to get. They don't do a lot of press. They're, they're, people make fun of them so much. They don't want to do press. I don't blame them. I know. Um, I don't blame them. I mean, you can find me at Behind the Velvet Rope on Apple, Spotify, everywhere podcasts are found. I'll just be there making apologies to everyone, owning my shit. <laughs> yeah, I've done it. I've done and, it. Been there. You know, and on Instagram at Behind Velvet Rope. And that's it. And like, listen, I'm not saying any of this with any ego. I'm, I'm not a know-it-all. I'm not Bethany Frankel. But I truly feel from my own knowledge and all my sources, that's how I feel this whole running thing is going to play out. I'm going to stand by it. Here I go again, standing by things. But that's it. I'm exhausted. So Love it. Listen. Go to bed. Love you much. Thank you for stopping by. And everyone, we will be back next week. Bye. Bye.